Hey guys, and welcome back to Uplift Fit Nutrition Radio. I'm your host, Lacey Dunn, future registered dietitian, here to spread the scientific knowledge in the worlds of fitness and nutrition. Today is going to be a replay podcast from a guest podcast I did with the Dynamic Duo. I really hope you guys enjoy it. You get to learn a little bit more about me, so let's get started. Hey guys, how are you? Lacey, what's going on? How you doing? What's up, Lacey? I'm great. I'm great. I feel like we just spoke like recently. <laughs> I know. And what's funny is like the time has just flown since then too. I'm oh, like, where man. did July go? I know. Seriously. And it's our birthday month too. So uh, it's going to fly <gasps> by even faster. Oh my God. When's your birthdays? The 31st. Oh my God. Happy early birthday. Thank That's exciting. You. Appreciate it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'm on the same page with you. It's just the time is just flying. It's just uh, not much we can do, right? But just enjoy each day and just make the best out of them. I know. I know. That's all we can do. <laughs> gotcha. So you ready to rock and roll? I'm ready. All I'm right. excited. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. This is going to be fun. So uh, hopefully it's, uh, you looked over the questions and you know got a little bit of feel for uh, kind of like how, we're, uh, how our podcast is too. Yeah, I did. I didn't want to like get read too into depth so that I could give you guys like an automatic answer, but um, I'm excited, so... Yeah, and we actually got a lot of good feedback off of your podcast as well. So again, thank you for having us on. Oh, good. No, <laughs> uh, thank you guys. It was great to have you guys on. So I definitely know my listeners love that podcast. So oh, that's what it's all that about. Was good. Awesome. Yeah. All righty. So let me just go ahead and get this going then. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode on the Dynamic Lifestyle Podcast. We have a special guest with us today, Lacey Dunn. Lacey, how are you doing today? I'm fabulous. Thank you guys so much for allowing me to come on your podcast. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, no, honestly, thank you for you know taking time out of your busy schedule to share with us and our listeners. And I know you're going to deliver massive, massive value in today's show. So that's why we are so excited. Oh, yay. Well, I hope I can do that for you. <laughs> okay, Lacey. So tell us a little bit about your journey and who Lacey Dunn is. Well, first off, Lacey Dunn is a fitness fanatic and a crazy cat lady. I am very well known for my obsession with cats, but I am a future registered dietitian. Um, I have a bachelor's in nutrition from the University of Georgia. I just graduated and I'm off to go get my master's degree at Texas Women's University and my dietetic internship this fall. So I'm super excited about that. But a little bit about me and what got me started in the NPC bikini world and the um, fitness world in general, um, I actually started weightlifting to make the University of Central Florida Division One cheerleading team. And I had zero clue what I was doing. And I utilized bodybuilding.com as well as my own personal research on what to do regarding nutrition and how to develop workouts and all that. And I just had to do a lot of research myself as well as in my classes. I was then at um, the University of Central Florida studying biomedical science. And then from lifting and after making the University of Central Florida training team, I, we did even more lifting past that, more performance, strength and conditioning type of stuff. And I just really fell in love with seeing how my body responded, seeing how amazing um, the human body is and the fact that it can change and regulate and seeing myself grow as well as being able to use my body as like a science experiment to me was was super cool and then I started diving into nutrition topics and 
then it was actually one day that I overheard um, one of the dietitians for the University of Central Florida team say something stupid about like telling one of the guys that he wasn't allowed to have fruit at night because it would lead to fat gain. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what is going on right now? So that kind of started the spark for me of wanting to become a registered dietitian, wanting to start spreading the scientific truth about nutrition. And then um, after like an eye-opening moment one day, uh, I decided I was going to become a registered dietitian. I transferred over to UGA, I did NPC beginning competitions, and then I applied for the bodybuilding.com spokesmodel competition, which was amazing, best experience of my life. I got second place there, and then from there, I have just continued to just be myself, to continue to just build my body, and um, I have just seen, so I've gotten so much good feedback about what I do and the information that I give out. So that's just little scattered random detail about what got me into fitness, but that's me. That, that's um, quite a journey right there too. And just kind of like early on in your career, a lot of success that we see right there. So that's really awesome. Um, so I want to kind of segue that question into your uplift fit and that's kind of what you practice and preach. So maybe you can kind of tell the listeners what that kind of consists of and you know why that's so important to you. And if that's maybe what kind of originated from all the past experiences and, and the success you had early on. Yeah, I. the reason I chose Uplift Fit is because I truly believe that in order to be your healthiest and to be your happiest, you truly need to be able to uplift yourself, uplift others, and do what um, your heart wants you to do. And with my journey, I truly found and which is hard for me to talk about because I didn't I didn't have, you know, uplifting people in my life. I didn't have that support when I was at University of Central Florida. People did not support me and that was a huge struggle for me to be able to do what I wanted to do, to be able to weight train, to um, move to University of Central Florida, go after my dream. So I truly believe that the community base and having um, support is such a huge part of anybody's journey and being able to uplift your life, you have to be able to uplift others along the way. I truly feel that in order to have your best life, you need to put effort into helping others have their best life. So that's kind of, I guess, what started that. Yeah, that's incredible. And I really like the whole uplift concept that you have with that. And then I know you mentioned about a support system, which really caught my attention because this is some Eric and I practice and preach to our clients as well. And I think a lot of people don't really understand how important it is to create a strong support system. So we call that creating a strong A team around you. So maybe mm -hmm. you can kind of tell the listeners, you know, why is it so important to have this strong support system around you and kind of what, what, what kind of support do you really need to enhance your fitness journey in life? So it all kind of works synergistically together. You really, really need to have people who believe in you, who believe in your dreams and that are going to be there for you through, you know, the good times and the bad times, the struggles, the triumphs. Um, I know from personal experience that, you know, when you have nobody there for you, it really brings you down mentally and it becomes an obstacle for your fitness goals because then you're not you're not fully happy. You don't have that um, outward drive helping you to try and reach your goals. So I truly believe in having those friends, those family members to really be there for you and to make sure that 
whoever is in your life is bringing positive impact to your life. You don't need anybody who's going to bring in negativity and try and tie you down and stop you from reaching your dreams or goals. You really need somebody and people that are going to uplift your life and who are going to encourage you and then you need to be there to do so as well for them. Absolutely agree with that 100%. So why do you feel that so many people overlook this mental and spiritual side of their fitness journey so much? I think honestly, it's because a lot of people are scared of it. Hmm. And oh oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My dog just randomly came upstairs and she's never come up here in her life. What are you doing? (laughs) Oh, she got sick. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, So I think people are scared, especially with the spiritual aspect, because that's not something that a lot of people talk about and they're afraid to talk about. And I don't think it should be that way, because for me, um, God, Jesus, he they are so much like God is the reason why we are here for me. He is what puts that passion into my heart. What I he created us each unique and beautifully and I just can't not spread the fact that he loves us because he does. And I think people are afraid that if they put out about their spiritual faith that um, they'll be reprimanded for it. People will, you know, discourage them from it or think less of them. And we can't we can't do that. You know, it's just we have to spread his love. And in regards to the mental side of it, I think people aren't there with their own mental toughness so it's hard for them to be able to talk about it and I don't know if it's the same for you guys but before I even had a strong mindset and was able to know like who I was and why I did and why I do what I do I wasn't able to talk about you know the mental side because it's hard if you if you don't know who you are it's hard for you to talk about it Absolutely, too. And I think that you made a great point about people just kind of, you know, fearing to really voice their opinion on their spirituality. And it could be even stemming from, you know, past upbringings, um, just criticism. And, you know, for us, I know when we lost our father, it was we lost a ton of our spirituality because we were, you know, raised to be Catholic. And, you know, we did the whole, you know, first communion thing and went to church. And then after our father passed away, we kind of lost a lot of that faith. But, um, We've gotten a lot of it back the last couple of years, which is, you know, a really, really great blessing. And um, I'm happy for that. But um, I was going to ask, too, like when you grew up in your household, were you guys were you like kind of like influenced to be more spiritual? Is that something that you were raised doing? First off, I'm so so sorry you guys lost your father. Um, Yes, my family has always been amazing with their faith um, specifically like my grandparents they have always been um, such inspirations in faith for me so it's never been a problem there but I did have a experience which I have actually never talked about Um, I did have an experience in the church with small groups um, a bad small group experience Um, so that's what had a little bit deterred me away from the church in high school Um, And then I got back to it in college once I was away from it and was able to, you know, grow deep in my faith on my own. But um, so I understand people being afraid to talk about church because there's things that that go on. There's, um, you know, the Christian judgment that happens. I have been there. I have been through that. So I understand how people are scared to talk about it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then I want to stay um, on this subject and what we're talking about, the mental and spiritual side of things, because I think it's really interesting and valuable for the listeners. So what are maybe two actionable steps or tips you would give for, you know, a fitness enthusiast in the context of fitness on how to enhance the mental side and the spiritual side? I definitely suggest making sure that people have kind of like a journal that they can write down their thoughts, their experiences, how they feel. Um, Have somebody that you can talk to about those things. So have like a best friend, your mom, your sister, somebody that you can always talk to with how you truly are doing with your mental health because that is just super important. In regards to spirituality, I always, you know, I pray every night and I really think that having that one-on-one relationship with God is just super important. And of course, the church is, it's important to have community, but I truly believe that you really have to, just like you need to build your body, you need to work on your body, you have to work on the relationship with God as well. And work on, in regards to the mental aspect, you have to work on your mental toughness every single day, just like you work on building your body every single day absolutely and i love to say i love the saying just everybody wants to be physically fit but not emotionally and mentally fit as well too and exactly I think it all just has to go hand in hand with each other no it really does it all has to come full circle absolutely so Lacey, you're studying to become an rd you are a bodybuilding.com athlete competitor and a coach how do you yes. balance all this stuff out and what do you feel your true calling in life is Okay, well, right now it is super, it's not, well, not easy, but it's easier (laughs) to balance it all out because I'm in summer, I'm not in school. Um, But with trying to balance it all out, I cannot stress more about having a planner, writing everything down and having a schedule. I make sure that I, you know, answer emails at a certain time per day. I actually am crazy and try to answer emails throughout my own workout because I hate, I hate having my emails say something is like, yeah, a new email not read, but um, <laughs> scheduling and planning is what I have to do. Um, I always put my studies over, you know, my own personal workouts. I put my clients over my own personal workouts. That's just what I do and who I am personally. Um, but in regards to my calling, I definitely think my calling is to change lives and spread the truth about nutrition and fitness and make sure that people realize that they can achieve their goals in a healthy and balanced way because I feel that a lot of the times people think that they they can't be a mom and do macros they don't think they can go you know compete and then at the same time enjoy going out with their boyfriend or their husband or something and that's not the case and I really feel that it needs to be spread that you can reach your goals and have a life at the exact same time. Gotcha. So by changing people's lives, um, what, how does that ultimately fulfill you? Sorry, I was drinking water. (laughs) So I just, there's nothing better to me than seeing somebody reach their goal or change their mindset of their life. I love my favorite emails are the ones that say, hey, Lacey, I just want to thank you so much for being a positive impact in your in my life and changing my mindset on food. I feel free from restrictions and I am just fully happy, healthy, and I have so much energy. Like Those are my favorite emails because for me, what makes 
me happy on a daily basis is knowing that I'm changing the way somebody feels about food and helping them truly be a happy and healthy person. And I just, my clients are just phenomenal. I I know you guys feel the exact same probably. Those emails on a daily basis are what drive me. They're what motivate me. So I just can't be more blessed to be able to coach people, to be able to do this as my passion and make that a full-time job. Like, it's just incredible. Yeah, that's really powerful. And same thing, you know, with us too. And um, even myself, you know, I, 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 it's so fulfilling and gratifying when, you know, you get those emails that say, you changed my life. I mean, that is so empowering. I mean, yes, I could, you know, get you in, you know, great shape, uh, physically, but I want to change everything mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, you know, I, I want to blend it all into a lifestyle. And to me, that is the most rewarding aspect of being a coach. Um, so that brings you kind of my, to my next point. And I know we talked about this um, when you had us on your podcast um, about coaches and what they do wrong and stuff. And my mm-hmm. question is, what do, you, what do you feel that most coaches are doing wrong these days? Yeah, but let's also too, though, like not just um, talk about what they're doing wrong. Let's, let's, let's talk about a couple of things you see like things going right too. Oh, the the biggest thing for me, what I know goes wrong is communication and feedback um, is not back and forth both ways for a client and coach. Um, some coaches, you know, they they don't know how to talk about the mental aspect or they, they only look at the external factors. And that's not for all coaches, but um, I definitely have seen lack of communication being a problem with coaches and um, lack of guidance. So, um, but I think what a lot of coaches do right is making sure that they look at like all the external factors from progress pictures to weight updates to how they feel um, in regards to energy. But I do think what a lot of coaches don't do is look at those internal thoughts, those factors. Um, What do y'all think? Well, can you go a little bit deeper on the internal thoughts? Because I'm curious to hear that. Yes. So I truly believe that um, how you feel in your mental and emotional health is just as important in regards to feedback as those external factors. So if somebody is stressed, if they are not happy, if they, you know, are going through a tough time, a coach really needs to know and ask about those things. Say that somebody is going through um, a tough week and maybe they had a fight with their sister or maybe they have an exam coming up. Those things, those factors, coaches need to know those things as well. Coaches should be like friends to me. Mm-hmm. Like you guys should talk and understand each other's lives and what makes you happy like I love when my clients know that you know I love cats so they'll send me like little cat pictures if they know I'm going through a stressful week and that I just think that coaches need to be able to do that for their clients so know that hey like this specific client loves this and is able to you know send off a cute little Mimi that has to do with that or um, just ask about you know what is going on with their life that's what a lot of coaches don't do is get um, emotionally involved with their clients. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and we, we kind of talked about this on your show about how mm-hmm. everybody just kind of, you know, just checks them off as a number and they don't really kind of dig deep into figuring out, you know, what their pain points are, what their struggles are, what their interests are, you know, how their family's doing, things like that. And I think that's so important with communication and building a strong relationship with the client. So I'm glad you touched on that. 
Yeah. Um, I want to circle back to kind of what we we're talking about, you know, with, um, you know, developing a strong mindset and why it's so important in life and fitness. So I'm a big believer in, you know, past experiences, traumas, tragedies um, lead to actually, you know, adversity. And that helps you kind of develop a strong mindset. So what was the lowest point in your life and how did you get out of that low point And what did you learn from that? Oof. Okay, so it, it wouldn't be a, an extremely, extremely low point. I have been extremely blessed to have, you know, a very positive life. But one of the hardest moments of my life is when I was transitioning to UGA and I didn't know anybody. And um, what happened actually is I thought that I was going to stay the summer in, at UCF. I thought that I was just going to go to my orientation at UGA and come back after like three days. And what actually happened is I got to Athens at my orientation and they said, hey, unless you start class tomorrow, um, you're going to be behind by a full year because that is just how the UGA schedule for my classes were. So I had to live out of a suitcase for two months, actually, at UGA. I was apartment hopping from um, apartment to apartment living um, because my friends, ha my sister had some friends there, and I didn't know anybody. I had the hardest class that I thought of of my life, which was chemistry, but organic chemistry definitely triumphed that. But it was just hard because I didn't know anybody. I did not expect to live there. I had extremely hard classes. I was competing at the exact same time. <laughs> and it was just, it was really hard on me. And that's why it all circles back to making sure you have a positive community. Because if I wouldn't have had my sister, I don't, I couldn't have gotten through that. If right. I wouldn't have had my mom, you know, come meet me halfway, like she met me maybe like halfway um, twice. And if I wouldn't had that, if I wouldn't had my sister, I couldn't have gotten through that. Right. Yeah, that, that's that's powerful right there. And I appreciate you sharing that. And that that definitely is an example and a testament to how something like that can actually lead to, you know, having like a more stronger mindset and just be more mentally tough. Yeah, it definitely forced me to um, find my own personal strengths there. Right. Gotcha. Lacey, Chris and I are fascinated by people's day-to-day -day lives. So my question is, please, please walk us through a day of Lacey Dunn. And I also want to know what you think about before you go to bed because there's so much noise on a day-to-day -day basis. How do you shut off your mind? Oh, Lord. That's actually... <laughs> Okay, first off, I've had trouble sleeping because of that. I have not been able to shut off my mind. But um, that is my own fault because I have been watching Netflix at night. And uh, listeners, do not do that. Your mind will race for hours and hours. So what helps me is reading a book, always. Um, so I've been trying to find books that are more about, you know, mindset and... Um, inner happiness but that's what helps me unwind at night not watching Netflix like I have been recently um, <laughs> but my daily um, life I always wake up I do my coffee I um, do my cat cuddles with my little baby answer emails and then and this is just because the summer I, I gotta be real guys I have like no problems in life for the summer it's gonna be head underwater in the fall but um I chill, answer emails, go to the gym, and that's basically all my day is. 
So I have a really easy life right now. In regards to the fall, it is not going to be that. I'm going to be working an internship eight hours a day along with three classes, along with clients, along with workouts. So I'm going to be in for it in the fall. But <laughs> as of right now, it's pretty simple, it's pretty basic, and it's pretty boring. But it but definitely gives me time to um, write. I've been writing a bunch of articles for Train Magazine. Um, it gives me lots of time to take on more clients, which I love. And also gives me lots of time to do my own research, which I love doing. So um, I don't know if anybody knows about eatright.org, but it's the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. So I love doing that, going on Biomed Central and learning. That's just, I'm such a nerd. I love learning. So that's just what I do. That's my daily life. No, thank you very much for sharing that. And that's exactly why we asked because everybody has some sort of different interests or day-to-day life. And it sounds like you're just really mentally bracing yourself for that upcoming fall, which, which is good too because, <laughs> yeah. you know, everybody needs breaks during, you know, off seasons and, and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm glad that you're just, you know, taking it easy, just kind of getting creative with what your stuff, uh, just, you know, being relaxed and then just prepping yourself for that big storm. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a storm, but... Even if I'm head underwater, I know I'll get through it. And I'm, I can't be, I mean, I can't be stressed about it because I'm going to be doing what I love. I'm going to be in a hospital for eight hours a day learning to be a clinical dietitian. So I, I can't complain. I'm, I'm stoked about it. Even if it's going to be busy, it'll be more than worth it. Yeah, that's always one way to, one great way to look at it is just always kind of reframing that statement saying, I am blessed to do this instead of, you know, exactly. I, I can't do this or why do I have to do this? <laughs> And that's a lot of the um, a huge mental aspect that people forget about, you know, when they go into the gym. If it's like a stressful day and they don't feel like they want to go to the gym or they have the energy to go to the gym, you always have to think about, hey, I'm blessed to be able to go to the gym. I'm blessed to be able to even go work out because there's a lot of people who can't do that that maybe, you know, stuck in a hospital bed or maybe have um, fibromyalgia and they just they can't get through their day at all. So being blessed, being grateful is always the best thing to do. Amen to that. Um, so let's say that this mic was linked up to every single one of your supporters, your followers, your community, your clients, your family. And we are huge on the four pillars of life, health, wealth, love, and happiness. And all of your listeners, all of your communities listening to this with the mic linked up to them, what is one of those pillars that you would want to focus on and why? So you said love, life, health, health, wealth, love, and happiness. It's a struggle between health and happiness um, because we, we truly have to take care of our bodies to be able to be happy, to be able to live. So I, maybe I would be more focused on the health, but at the same time, even if you're healthy, if you're not happy, you're not living your best life. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a struggle for me to choose one of those. But um, definitely being happy, having people in your life who love and support you and love and supporting them is one of the most important things that you can do to always be a shining light in people's lives in the world full of darkness. So it's a mix up there. I can't really choose. Okay. So I'm going to go a little, I'm going to dig a little deeper, Lacey. So, um, you're, you said that you're, you, you'd focus on happiness. So what do you think is something that you're missing? That's not fulfilling that ultimate happiness that I'm personally missing. Yes. 
I definitely feel that um, in my life, my happiness can struggle on the trust of allowing more people into my life, okay. personally. Um, and I know a lot of people can, you know, they feel that, they understand that. Um, if you've been through, you know, bad friendships, bad relationships, you understand that it's hard to let somebody back in. It's mm-hmm. hard to let your heart open. But um, the happiness, hands down, is something you choose, regardless of your outward situations. You have the choice. You are given the choice to be able to embrace your life, to embrace who, who is in your life. So I truly believe that we get to choose whether we're going to be happy or not and just to always look at the positive end of things and make the most out of it. And that's what I strive to do. Very well said. No, I think that's huge too because I think on the same note, I think that we all have the choice pretty much to control our emotions. And some of us can control them, but you know, some of us don't choose to do that. And I think that if you really just, if everybody just stopped for a minute and just, you know, took a deep breath and really just reevaluated, you know, what they're going to say to somebody or how they're going to react to something, then it would be so much better, you know, as opposed to just going off of your emotions. Oh, and I so agree. And another thing is like people have to remember that um, a lot of times when hate or negativity is thrown at you, it has nothing to do with you. Right. You didn't do anything wrong. It's those people trying to push off their own insecurities and their own negativity out on you because they can't control it internally themselves, which is really sad, but it's just what happens. So what we have to do is always, you know, respond with positivity, respond with kindness, because if we respond with negativity or let that negativity affect us, we're just creating a downward spiral of negativity. And we can't do that. We can't allow that. Exactly. And I know you, I think you did a post on that recently on your Instagram and it really, really just stood out to me. So thanks for posting that. Oh, you're welcome. I, my goal with my Instagram is every single day trying to help somebody in some type of way, whether it's reminding them that they are loved, reminding them that they have an amazing blessing of a body, reminding them that, um, they can do anything through their strength from God. I want to be able to give them that. So yeah love it so Lacey what's a question that you wish more people would ask you hmm maybe what my real name is because so many people think my name is Faith I'll get like emails and they're like hey Faith I'm like no it's Lacey (laughs) gotcha that's funny Um, have you had any current breakthroughs in your life lately current breakthroughs um Maybe personally trusting a new coach. So I fully believe in a coach is always having coaches because you can always learn from other mm-hmm. individuals. So biggest breakthrough for me for the past couple of weeks is actually going out and getting a new coach myself. And I know we talked about this in our podcast, but you guys work with Dr. Joe and that kind of sparked it. And so I'm working with Dr. Joe now. Nice. <laughs> so awesome. I'm super excited about it. But yeah, it was really hard for me. Um, specifically because I like to think, you know, hey, I can do all this myself. I'm going to be a registered dietitian. I should be able to coach myself to be able to do all this myself. But then breakthrough for me was thinking, hey, I deserve having, you know, somebody support me as well. I deserve being able to fully reach my goals while not like, you know, having the whole mental because it's hard to coach yourself. It's hard on your own because you're always going to be your own worst critic. So, Breakthrough for me was realizing that 
it's not an issue if I go have a coach. Coaches have coaches. And that I really do need to put my trust in somebody else if I really want to reach my goals. So absolutely, that was and big for me. Yeah, we commend you for that. And tell Dr. Joe we said what's up. We just had him on the podcast <laughs> um, this last recent episode, though. So that was a great one. And um, yeah, you're going to learn a ton from him. And I think especially since you're going into that very hectic semester, it's going to be such a key asset for you to have him there kind of being that non-biased eye kind of guiding you. And like I said, you're going to learn a ton of stuff through him. Yeah, I agree, and I'm I'm already super excited about it. And if anybody has had a coach-client relationship, listening, um, clients, a lot of clients are, you know, always they're they're asking why, and they don't know why. You know, their weight spikes up, spikes down. So it's always important to have a coach be objective because they can truly see your body for the little changes, or you know, what you think might be some big crazy, you know, spike in weight or. Um, you just feel fluffy that day or something coaches can be super objective about those changes and just remind you that hey either nothing has happened or you're just being crazy so <laughs> it's always great to have that second eye to tell you and snap you out of things because i know for me i am like hey you snap out of it I'm like it's just it's just mother nature being mean to you today you're fine <laughs> absolutely what does the word freedom mean to you in regards to food, I think freedom is not thinking any food is bad or good and looking at food as nutrients and fuel for your body. Nice. Okay. Love it. So aside from training, aside from studying, aside from like geeking out, Lacey, what do you like to do for fun? Don't hold back on us. I really like relaxing. I'm such I'm such a boring person, but I really like relaxing by the pool and reading and enjoying time with my friends and which is really sad because my best friend is so far away from me i do get to see her this next weekend but um i love just talking getting into deep conversations about real life stuff and that's that's fun for me getting to have one-on-one relationships with people um so i'm boring but that's that's what I like to do. <laughs> no, I think that's great. And I'm glad you touched on that because I think we talked about this on social media or even a podcast that, um, you know, these days with social media and just all the technology advancement that not enough people are having those core, you know, one-to-one intellectual conversations and learning from one another. You know what I mean? It's like, it's easy to pick up the next book, listen to the next podcast. But if you really look at it through humanity, we're all open books and we all have a story to tell and a gift to, to share. And it's like, why not sit there and learn from different people and have those core intellectual conversations? You know what I mean? So that's great. No, I love that too, because that's like opening up a whole new world and sometimes that is just what somebody needs is for you to be there to listen to them right. and that can itself change your life so yeah. I love thinking of people as books yeah <laughs> speaking of books Chris and I wrote a book called the new era of fitness so my question is do you think this past decade that we are in a new era of fitness and why yes hands down we are in a new era because there is expanding knowledge coming out and I think in regards to social media just exploding there is actually a problem with that because there's so many different opinions and it's just confusing everybody mm-hmm. and a lot of people are thinking of fitness as in you know one destination and one exact way to do things and that's not what it is uh, fitness is a huge realm and an expand it's just like 
various different countries. There's very different ways to reach your goal and to be fitness. You don't have to go lift weights. You don't have to go running. You can go do Zumba. You can do aerobics. Like people forget that there's multiple ways to reach a goal. And um, it's really hard with the nutrition side of things. And I get kind of a little bit crazy about it because people think, oh, you know, this one diet's better than the other. And this is the way to do things. This is bad. This is good. And it's just all this conflicting information is the new era because people just want to learn these days, which is great. But there needs to be actual like scientific evidence and there needs to be um, truth spread. And that's just hard for people to understand because they think people just believe everybody. Yeah. So the new era can be quite hard and um, – <laughs> But it's great. People want to learn. It just there needs to be some type of change, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's both. You know, it could be both scary and exciting at the same time. For sure. So, what's next for Lacey Dunn, and what is it going to take for you to reach your full potential? Ooh, so Lacey Dunn will be going off to get her master's and her dietetic internship. I will be a registered dietitian by probably December of 2018. So super excited about that. Um, my next bikini show, I'm actually competing this weekend, surprisingly. Oh, wow. So I'm excited about that. Um, but then I'm going to take a long off season to grow, to enjoy my own dietetic internship and not even worry about a show, like to really just enjoy building and putting my effort into that internship um, and then competing again, hopefully for my pro card next fall. So um, I'm just really excited to put a lot of my energy into my studies, into my clients, and I'm really hoping to build my client database and not only the database, but to create a community for them because like we have talked about it is essential to have that positive community. Right. And if I can get all my clients together, you know, if I can create friendships, that would just, it would mean the world to me to be able to do that. That's awesome. Man, I'm excited for you. So, um, you know, before we ask the last question, um, this is coming from both of us, but, you know, we just want to take a moment to acknowledge you and say thank you again for, you know, taking time out of your busy schedule to come on our podcast, you know, spread this amazing wisdom. And most importantly, just for everything that you're doing, you know, and the way you're uplifting people, the way you're coaching people, um, you know, you're going to be a registered dietitian, um, you're competing this weekend. So best of luck on that. So yeah, you know, you you. have such a bright future. And I just want to just, you know, acknowledge you on that. Oh, no, thank you guys so much. It's truly a blessing to be able to interact with y'all. I know you guys have touched so many different lives. So just thank you guys for being positive lights in this industry. I know there's definitely darkness in this industry, darkness in this world. So thank you guys for being a light and for helping others and for changing lives. And that's all I can hope that I can do as well. Thank you so much for the kind words. So our last question is, what is your definition of living a dynamic lifestyle? That would be truly following your heart, following your passion, doing what you love, and making sure that um, you keep... Dynamic just, it, it throws me off because I'm like, dynamic means forever changing to me. And I feel like that is forever knowing that your goals can change 
to be always staying positive about it and to just always follow your dreams. Um, dynamic, the dynamic word throws me off for sure. <laughs> there, <laughs> that answer was just like completely terrible. But for me, I'm just gonna say to live life, you really just have to follow your passion, have faith, and never give up, and just keep your life filled with people who are positive and uplift you and love you and always do the same thing for them. I really think and believe that things go full circle. So if you spread love and kindness, you'll get love and kindness back. Yeah, I love that. And that's why we asked this question because there's no right or wrong answer. It's just Mm -hmm. basically your definition and we learn something new every time. So thank you for sharing that. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) So where can our um, listeners go and follow you and your work and connect with you? So first off, they can follow me on um, my Instagram at Faith and Fit. They can listen to my podcast, which we actually have one with you guys. Um, It's Uplift Fit Nutrition Radio. That's on SoundCloud and iTunes. My website is www.upliftfit.org. And then I also have a Twitter at Lacey A. Dunn. But I cannot promise you that you will not see like my random sassy attitude sometimes and my cat (laughs) photos because it definitely happens, which is another funny thing. People always are like, oh, my gosh, you must be like so quiet and so sweet. I'm like, guys, I'm actually like really sassy. (laughs) So if you ever want to see my sassy side, definitely go to my Twitter. That's awesome. So, yeah, we'll have that all up in the show notes. So once again, Lacey, thank you so much time for spending time with us. We truly appreciate it. Thanks, Lacey. No, thanks. And I hope you guys have a great night and hopefully I'll talk to you guys soon. So thank you guys so much again. You as well. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.